High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining us on the line is Dr. Mordecai Kedal, who's an Israeli scholar of Arabic literature and the political discourse of Arab countries. Doctor, very good afternoon to you and thank you for taking the time to join us. It's my pleasure and my honor. Thank you very much, Doctor, and uh, wishing you everything of the best for 2024 and a happy new year to you, Doctor. So we're, we're, looking, we're looking at uh, rather analyzing Iran's potential reactions to the death of Salim al-Aruri, the deputy of Hamas. Certainly that story has been making headlines today. The question I want to put to you to begin the conversation, do you think uh, Iran will escalate the war as a result of this? And not immediately, uh, because the Iranians do not uh, answer in a hasty way. Mm-hmm. They always, it takes time for them to assess the situation, the, to, um, you know, make the calculations, what, uh, what benefit it will have, what dangers are facing them. They are not in a hurry to anywhere. This is the culture. This is the habit. And, uh, you know, we in the West, we think in, in, in terms of instant, we want everything now. We want instant everything. Right. And not here in the Middle East. Uh, you know, there is a verse in the Quran which says that Allah is with those who have patience. And they have a lot of patience, the Shia, because they waited for 13 centuries centuries mm-hmm. in order to come back to, to life and to activity. As you know, the Islamic Revolution, the Shi Revolution, which took place in 1979, they were waiting for this revolution for 19 centuries, for 13 centuries. Mm. So they have patience; they are not running to anywhere, and Israel will not go to anywhere, and uh, it will uh, take action time which will uh, fit the goals and objectives. Mm. Dr. Um, Shinbet and uh, the Mossad have made it very clear that uh, they will not uh, hesitate to strike anywhere, no matter where uh, Hamas operatives uh, would be found. Uh, given, given this uh, particular incident, do you think that this could be a tactic to lure Israel uh, into foreign attacks on Hamas officials to escalate a cause against Israel? Uh, using that as a basis. Do you think now they will use that as an excuse to escalate against Israel? We seem to have lost a signal. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, Dr. Mordecai Kedar, Israeli scholar of Arabic literature and the political discourse of Arab countries, joining us on the line. Doctor, are you there? Yeah, Yeah, I'm here. Doctor, sorry. Okay, so let me just repeat the question to you. Um, Okay, so today, Shinbet and um, the Mossad have made it clear that they, they will stop at nothing. They will go into any country wherever they might find Hamas uh, operatives. So that being said, do you think now they will purposely position themselves in foreign countries to escalate a cause against Israel? In other words, to get more countries on their side wherever they might be hiding out? Well, let me tell you frankly, I'm not sure that uh, if they take refuge in Qatar, for example, mm-hmm. that Israel will try to attack them in Qatar. Uh, because sure. don't forget that Qatar is a very good friend of the United States of America, mm. and Americans may not approve of such uh, an action, of Israeli action in Qatar, Indeed, even if it is against Hamas activists or terrorists. So uh, definitely Israel will have to coordinate everything with America. 
uh, which support us uh, very uh, significantly in this war. And uh, therefore, uh, you know, you have to take these announcements in some kind of uh, grain of sugar, if not salt as well. Indeed. Well, certainly... Uh we, we could we could see now that this is really now stirring up uh, emotions within Israel itself uh, uh, the, 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 in the West Bank. Uh, perhaps there was some intention. Uh, there is an intent to now stir this up within Israel itself. Yeah, uh, definitely. We are. Don't forget that we are at war, and, and uh, as they say in French, "à la guerre comme à la guerre." means mm, uh, mm. at war like at a war. You can attack in one front, you can attack in another front. And today the whole Middle East is a front because we see the problems in the Red Sea, which the Houthis are uh, acting against the, the, the uh, world traffic of ships in the open seas, which is definitely against the international law. Mm. Uh, we see Hamas in in. Lebanon, we see the militias in Syria, we see them in Iraq, and we see, of course, in Gaza what we saw. Uh, actually, Iran succeeded to uh, implant its organizations all over the Middle East, not states, but organizations, because right. organizations are not restricted by the international law. States are, but, uh, but organizations are not. And therefore, they surrounded Israel with a series of organizations in all these countries, which I mentioned, sure. uh, in order to wage this war, this jihad war against Israel, without uh, being restricted by the international uh, community. So this is uh, the satanic uh, structure which Iran built. Unfortunately, the world accepts it. Yeah, sure. Doctor, okay, so very quickly, um, we've, we've heard our Israel's determination and focus to really get rid of, destroy, and wipe out Hamas. Do you think that this uh, incident has made any impact to that cause? What, the assassination of Arui? Yes. Definitely. He is the number two in Hamas. This man is in charge of uh, uh, Hamasizing the Judea and Samaria what is called uh, the West Bank. Right. The, the man is an arch-terrorist. He is, his hands are full of Israeli blood. And uh, getting rid of the man was a big mitzvah, was a big obligation. And uh, thank God somebody did it. I don't know if it is, was Israel or not. Israel so far has not um, endorsed this, uh, this action. Mm-hmm. And But whoever did it did a very good service to the world. The world today is better and safer. So would you say that this has weakened Hamas? No doubt. Especially now when the leaders of Hamas are much more uh, afraid for their own life. So their actions and and uh, moving from place to place is, I, I believe, much more, uh, they are much more cautious. Indeed. And uh, they are, uh, they are, uh, you know, now much more afraid mm. that uh, somebody will target them at some point. Right, doctor. Very quickly, should the IDF be worried about the potential reaction of Iran as a result of this, uh, the death of this number two in Hamas? Uh, what we learned in the last three months that uh, you should be very worried every time in the Middle East. This is not uh, Europe here. This is uh, mm. the Middle East. And if you fall asleep on guard, somebody might uh, target you. So you better be 
aware of the situation all the time. Where even if you go to sleep, go with one, one eye open and one ear up in order to hear and see whatever is being arranged against you. <laughs> Otherwise, you might find yourself in a big problem. Doctor, we're going to have to leave it there. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon to give us your perspective of uh, the death of the number two Salem al-Aruri, Hamas's number two rather, and uh, how this situation can possibly escalate as we exit from day 89 of the war into the rest of 2024. Dr. Mordecai Keda, Israeli scholar of Arabic literature and the political discourse of Arab countries joining us on the line.